News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Coming asylum seekers from Ukraine and elsewhere have been staying at Dublin Airport due to a shortage of state provided accommodation. Gormanston Camp will open its doors on Monday to house Ukrainians coming to Ireland as they flee the, the Russian invasion. Pat Carey is chair of the Irish Red Cross and joins us now. Pat, how concerned are you and the Red Cross and other voluntary organisations involved in housing Ukrainian people in particular that people are sleeping on the floors now in, 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 in the old terminal of Dublin Airport and, and that there's no place or, or very few places to go for those people coming in in the short term other than, than, than army tents. Obviously, that's not something that uh, we would want uh, to have happen at all. And uh, when it does, just for a short period, hopefully. Uh, uh, despite what uh, everybody has, has been saying in the last couple of days, the, the accommodation of refugees continues. Uh, the, the pledge to accommodation is coming coming through. Uh, guard vetting has been completed. Vetting of properties has been completed. There's about 800-plus pledges at this stage right across the country. And, and organisations like ourselves, the Peace McFerry Trust, the migration bodies, uh, all of those working together with the government departments where, where there is uh, coordination and cooperation, uh, things move uh, quite quite smoothly and families uh, have been accommodated. You say, you know, that, that accommodation is being provided still uh, and the process is ongoing, but I, th- I think everybody acknowledges that it's going far too slowly and not just at the moment, but far too slowly over the last four or five months. I, I know somebody very well myself who made a pledge to take somebody into their house back in March and was only contacted by somebody last week. Okay, well, g- give us the information and we'll, we'll be able to follow it up because we will be able to tell you how many times a contact was attempted with that particular individual. Do you, do you accept uh, that it could have been a lot quicker and much more efficient? Uh, there, there, and along the way, there is guards of vetting, there is vetting of the suitability, physical suitability of, of properties, and in a high number of cases, pledges that were offered in the early stages have been withdrawn for a variety of reasons. So it, it is complicated, it is slow, uh, and this is not simply finding some place that you can, you can put a family into. Pl- placing a family in with another family is complicated. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, there's quite a bit of experience at this stage. We have eight case workers working with families right across the country uh, to help them to settle in when, when, when they have difficulties with their host family, as an, as an example. But of course we'd love to see it moving much I think faster. everybody appreciates the, the complications and, 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 and the due process that has to be gone through. I appreciate that. I think most reasonable people would. But there are reports that a lot of this, a lot of this process uh, has been, you know, handed over to the local authorities, and and they have oh, begin- all of us has. I, I mean, that, that's just, uh, that's one and of they're the not moving stages. fast enough, Pat. They're not moving fast enough. Uh, <laughs> Would you listen, agree? Uh, of course, I agree. That there are some uh, local authorities that are um, uh, very proactive. There are some others uh, that uh, find it difficult to um, uh, to to get. Uh, the accommodation inspected, and for a variety of reasons, there, there are there are delays. Uh, that's why you have organisations like the Peter McVeary Trust, for example, that they uh, assigned a certain part of the country. It, uh, that's being used as, as a way of speeding up. Do we, Pat, uh, in your view, do we need what was called a you know a, a czar or or some sort of an overall I director said, to project this? 
I said it about th- three months ago. And why hasn't uh, it happened? Well, I'm not. Uh, we're a voluntary organisation. I know, but you're a former, you're a former, you're a former politician as well, Pat. Uh, like, I've government I, not moved tw- quickly enough on this. Twelve years ago, uh, <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, look, uh, my honest opinion is where there is uh, localised coordination, and there are good, great examples of it. I mean, I, I talk about Cork and Kerry, but I also uh, in around, around about the Dublin area, Donegal, for example. Uh, Sligo Leitrim, a uh, high level of coordination there among the NGOs and the local authority. But it's patching. So it, it, it's happening, uh, but it needs to happen to a greater extent and more speedily. Can I ask you, Pat, are you concerned about the, the this morning's poll that shows a majority of Irish people believe that the there should be a cap on the amount of, of Ukrainian refugees and refugees from other countries that are coming in here? Uh, do, does that concern you? Has has it gone down our news agenda? Is it, is it, has it stopped pulling at our emotional hearts? Uh, no, I, 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 there, there is some evidence that, that, that uh, you know the sentiment that was was um, you know was there has waned slightly. That there are other needs, the, the cost of living, our own uh, wants and needs, and so on, uh, are competing with with those of, of people who are coming from war zones and so on. <laughs> but uh, there, as I said, if what we are encountering in terms of cooperation from other organisations, as as an example, another an organisation came forward with 500 bicycles the other day, and they they're, uh, they they were gathered from members of the public uh, who wanted to continue to support them, and you you have lo- local community groups right across the country doing it. Okay. Yes, I mean if there are competing uh, needs, I suppose uh, you're you're inclined to think about your own needs first. Okay, well, uh, hopefully your good work will continue anyway, Pat, and perhaps we will see an overall coordinator put in charge of of, of, uh, coordinating all the different organisations that are involved. Mm. Pat was quite diplomatic there, and understandably so. But there's absolutely no doubt. This has got caught up in red tape, lack of yeah. lack of urgency, lack of an overall coordination. And, you know, I think a lot of local authorities, for whatever reason, just haven't been doing this properly. Yeah. And the other point is the public mood, unfortunately, sadly. And I don't think it reflects wellness as a nation has changed as well. I think it is about cost of living. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.